Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alba Crazy. I'm your host, uh, Tito Dameron and... Angora. How are you doing uh, this week, Tito? Uh, I've had a pretty good week. Um, although today uh, I started sl- going slightly insane at work. Uh, my boss has decided that I can't listen to podcasts or anything um, <laughs> while I work, so he hopes that that's going to make me more efficient and like get more focused on uh, my job, which is finishing furniture. Um, but uh, I can listen to music, but I'm all music out, and so I'm like losing focus, and so I was really struggling to just focus on putting some finish on a bloody table. I started like my mind started drifting, so I thought, okay, um, you know about uh, different uh, sound waves like white noise and pink noise and brown noise and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they all like are differently tuned to like help you sleep or to help you like study better and focus and stuff. Um, so I put on white noise, and I put it on really loud because I was feeling very, like, agitated because I couldn't focus on anything. Um, and so it was a very loud white noise. And I just started making sounds to go along with it, like uh, like car horns and everything. I'm not going <laughs> to do it in the microphone because it would be really annoying. Um, but I want you to understand that I made these noises for, like, an hour and a half uh, with, like, the white noise literally blaring through my speaker, just trying to focus. And I started morphing. I started doing, like, characters and voices and all this stuff. And I just go back, like, making weird noise. And I suddenly really like, this is, like, this... I'm tapping into, like, how it would be if I started to become insane. Um, and then my boss walked in on me while I was making... <laughs> not while I was, like, doing a, a character voice. Because I'd be like, oh, that's just Tito being Tito. But it was where I was just, like, making, like, a siren call for, like, five minutes. Um, so that was extremely weird and awkward. Oh, yeah. Making uh, it seems like actually the the whole the whole world right now is like trying to make noise over a whole <laughs> bunch of white sound. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a whole uh-huh. there's there's like Very a larger societal kind of <laughs> Oh, no. Kind I of you're not using specifics, but I I know what you're getting. At. I'm picking up what you're putting down oh, or whatever yeah. like saying you want to use for that. Um, yeah. So that uh, was my week and my day in a nutshell. And uh, I'm feeling a little bit better because uh, I got out of there. Um, yeah, how was your week? Uh, it was good. Leela got her uh, staples out. Uh, so she's, you know, show dog ready. Show dog for mud, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'm slowly eroding my relationship with Isaac. By making him constantly, yeah, constantly uh, take pictures with her. (laughs) Just like, because you just want to like update all of the pictures that you already have. Like now in all the pictures, she has no eyes. The eye that she had, I want to erase any memory of that. (laughs) I'm making us recreate all of the photos that we had previously had down to the clothing that we were wearing when we adopted her. In the dog hairstyles of the time. Yeah. So. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. So that's like the quick update uh, from us. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna oh just drop my notebook. I'm a professional. Uh, we're gonna move in and introduce you, uh, listeners, to, to our, our awesome guests. guests. Our yes, awesome guests. we got two this week. Yeah. We Fancy. got double the fun. Our first twofer. We, at first, we said, can we handle two people at once? I said, I've already done that. 
I'm I'm an amateur to to recording with two people at once. I uh, please be gentle on me, kind people. <laughs> um, so just go ahead, like introduce yourselves. Just tell a little bit about yourself. Okay, uh, my name is Becky or Cinderblock, and I play roller derby for Albuquerque Roller Derby. Cinderblock. Yes. That is a great name. Thank you. How'd you come up with it? Uh, when I started playing roller derby, uh, our original teams were big house brawlers, which is a prison style theme team and uh, Dead Man's Curve were like Grease Monkey style so I just kind of picked a prison style name it, it sounds effective it's, it, it's effective in roller derby and if you ever get locked up yeah and our other guest and my name is Matt and I'm an announcer with Albuquerque Roller Derby mm. awesome and awesome. Uh, how'd you get inv- how'd you get started in that I was lucky enough. I went to one of the first bouts they had, fell in love with it. Um, my wife was fascinated with playing, and I figured I could either go find another hobby or I could join her. And <laughs> I joined in like any supportive partner of a roller derby player. That's great. And it doesn't, it doesn't hurt that he has like an amazing voice, right? Why, thank you. He, he has a voice that you can imagine listening to and getting good information from. Right, like, like you have like the voice that you could imagine in the background of like a commercial. Could you pipe it in over white noise and help your work day? <laughs> <laughs> oh We're going to end up blaring his voice just telling you, keep finishing. Keep focused. <laughs> Finish that table, Tito. Finish that tape. God, it's going to drive me crazy. Um, So uh, I believe the bout that you went to is also the very first roller derby bout that I went to. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, And it was was awesome. I had no clue what roller derby was. Um, I had like a faint inkling like it's roller skates and you're going in a circle and there's an object and there's a winner and loser like any sports. But that was all I really knew. But it was like it was so ridiculously fun. Because I just never seen anything like it, um, so I guess I just uh, I'm going to assume that there's listeners out there that are like me, Sans having been to an actual roller derby thing. So if you can just kind of like explain roller derby for the people. Okay, roller derby is basically a full contact race on skates. You're, there's two teams on the track, and each team has somebody that scores points, and your goal is to get them through. The pack, which is the other players that'll be on the track at the time. And you score points by going around the track and lapping the opposing players. So bo- like, both teams are like moving at the same time. It's not like yes. they just like stand and make a wall and you no. circle once and you smash into them. Yeah. So oh. the whole, everybody's moving at once. The jammers are trying to go around and around. And how long have you been uh, doing roller derby? Uh, since 2004. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's been around for quite a while. I I remember when I joined into uh, into burlesque that that was another big female scene. Yes, uh, and some of our earlier skaters were burlesque dancers mm-hmm. because so some of those girls are were built and they were really good at at that kind of thing. Yeah, and so I, there was, like, kind of co-communities going. I think we had co-events at one point in time where we did, like, full-contact musical chairs, and then there was... Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Can we bring that back, please? That sounds, that's, that's that amazing. Sounds <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Derby's really, really safe now, so full-contact musical chairs is not 
I mean, I'm sure you could get some people to play it. I probably wouldn't now, but it was fun at the time. In your old age. Yeah. And that's kind of the distinction I'd make, too, is I remember growing up watching, like, ESPN2, and you'd see the old Texas, the fishnets and the girls. Yeah. WWE with women and skates, and there's come it's come away from that a lot. Um, so you don't have – the skaters are very, very well trained. They're very athletic. Yeah. It's full contact, but it's not – it's very much not WWE. There's no elbows. Yeah, I, I, but also, I mean, they, they you guys do practice, right? You guys yes. don't just show up and – I mean, so these girls are trained to do this. Yeah, some of us train more than others, but there is... It <laughs> <laughs> was a very smooth dig. <laughs> uh, there's three practices available a week. Two are mandatory, and then you're, it's also mandatory to do one cross-training thing a week. So, And even the practices, I mean, they're practicing on concrete outdoors Oof. here for now. Um, so, I mean, if it's 95 degrees out there, sweating it up. If it's 40 degrees out there, they're out there. So, it's this is no... Nobody's going to walk in on the street and be an all-star. You can walk in on the street, but you've got to put your work in. Cool. Yeah. Have you guys ever had any roller derby grudges, any famous ones? Or, or is it just like one of those, yeah, there's, there's little grudges all around town? Or, um, Well, within the league back in the day, there used to be fighting. Fighting was allowed. It was in the well, rules. What do you mean by fighting? Like, you could take, pull somebody down and go at them, punching them, oh, and the refs what? would come and separate you. Wow. So, back in 2004, <laughs> five, probably all the way up till six, there, the teams hated each other. They, they were all in the same league, but we hated each other, and there were skaters that didn't like to even want to look at each other. Dang. And so I was probably one of the worst ones for starting fights. <laughs> and so a lot of people didn't like me, but it was fun. And then it progressed into, well, these people don't want to fight, so then we have a list of skaters that will fight. And then it turned into, well, we'll just get rid of the list because nobody's going to fight. Okay, so like it just slowly like got eroded and changed. And, yeah. and so now like if people have grudges, they just kind of you know, write subversive things on Facebook or whatever. Or, you know, just, uh, do, they, do they keep it to the internet now? Uh, we do have, like, a grievance committee. Oh, okay. And, uh, like, the league now has, like, a board of directors, and so there's a finance person. And then we have our team captain, and we have a coach. And so... I was going to say, like, uh, do, do, you guys, do you think that's a better system than just beating them up in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, used to, it was fun. I'm glad I was there. I'm glad I got to experience it. But now it's a lot better now. Yeah, you're like it's a it's a lot better now. Yeah. You, know, if, you know, you guys has anybody ever just fought in the street afterwards? Like just yeah. took it outside? Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have to, like you've been around for a bit. You've been instigating a lot of fights. Like, what's one like the? I don't know if I want, would use the word proudest. Moments in your fighting career, but yeah, let's go with that. Like at this point, intense. this has turned into a fight conversation. I love it. Um, I guess we'll, we'll go to the the big one that was like a big one for all of roller derby for about a year. It was the championship of I believe like 2006, and like I said, the teams kind of hated each other because we were allowed to be pretty ruthless to each other, and so. After the game, we all go to the same bar for an after party. And in the bathroom, one of the other teammates said something to one of our teammates. Mm. And she came back and told us right away. She's like, so-and-so said this to me. And we were like, no, no. (laughs) 
And so it, it, there was three of us that went after this one person all individually throughout the bar. So she Wait. didn't know she had it coming. And then one person went after her with a stool. And Wait, what? <laughs> and then I jumped up out of my booth and I like ran off the table and she was running out the door. So I ran out the door after her and somebody grabbed me. And um, out in the street, she got jumped by another girl. <laughs> Damn. Wow. See, and that's roller derby right there. There was a strategy there. One <laughs> yeah. blocker got Team knocked work. out, so the other team member jumped in. And wow, you had like one waiting like outside in the wings. Yeah, I mean, if they, if they blew through, then the third one got... Yeah, that's, that's in a gist right there. <laughs> roller derby everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that Arguably more into... entertaining than improv everywhere. <laughs> and that turned into like the person who got jumped, uh, actually pressed charges against me, but I never actually punched her. So we had a big old league meeting and we decided that she would drop the charges and I would do league community service. What is league community service? Well, you never did it. I never did you're it. like, you're oh, like, oh, you got away scot free. That's, yeah. that's uh, so. That's like a. That's just like one of those informal judgments that never goes anywhere. Yeah, like everybody looked at me bad for like that whole meeting, and then nobody thought about it ever again. Can but. we put that in an idea notebook to have like roller derby people's court, <laughs> where these grievances are aired in front of a judge and jury, and the, the that would be is a out? that would be a really funny TV show. Uh twist on that idea like uh-huh. everybody's in roller skates and it's happening like on the rink so like the judge is always just like skating backwards with the gavel ready to pound it right or you could at the punishments right there so it's like one skater versus five from the other team oh and yeah you go into you can clear and see how long they survive wow yeah i mean that million would, dollar idea yeah just oof. so uh i remember uh after going to that uh first show was it in september or something like that september Sounds october right. Do you remember what the bout was uh, yeah, it sounds September and then October, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, at some point that I like that, that's not really important to the question, but it's just um, we're going and there. It seems like it is like it, it's a female sport, but there are like co-ed teams. There are male teams. What's wow, up with that? really? Our, our league is co-ed, so the dudes are welcome to come skate with us at any time. We don't have a bunch of dudes, but they're there because most of them are wusses, the ones who don't show up. Ah, okay, right. Uh, is that an unusual thing to have like a co-ed league? No. Okay. Uh, a lot of the bigger leagues in the country are going to co-ed and they also have a men's team. That, I think and there's that's like a pretty men's cool. roller derby championship. Mm. It, they're 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 right there with the women. But women still have you, women kind of created the sport into what it is now. Yeah, so, so they kind of sh- take the spotlight. Still the face. Yeah. Yeah. So have you tried Anything besides announcing that? A bit. Um, yeah, I'm learning to officiate, which, but the question I know you want to know, yes, I do have skates and pads. Mm. Um, <laughs> I am not what is considered contact ready yet <laughs> because I am doing enough damage on my skates by myself. <laughs> but I have been lucky enough to be a test dummy in a couple situations where, all right, rookie, see what you can do. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, kind of the bug bit, the bug bit. Nice. Yeah, it's fun. Like, your adrenaline kicks up and so forth. Well, I mean, you want to talk about just that this... I mean, you're going to be four other human beings, and it's like, can you power through them? Can you push them out of the way? Can you move around them? It's invigorating. Yeah, and then then add, like, a a, a big crowd 
half of them are drunk, and they're all like yelling and cheering. Right. It's pretty great. Which is pretty much any Albuquerque event at this point. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I I have to say that uh, roller derby regularly gets great crowds. We've been doing pretty good for the couple of bouts that we've had. Um, there's been roller derby in Albuquerque for at least 15 years, and I don't think a lot of people know that. I think we've been doing a really good job to get it more out there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know what you're saying, you know, just because back, you know, it's, it used to be a little bit harder. And really, you, people do this for the love of it. They don't do it for, they don't do it for financial gain you guys really just do it for the love of it right yeah and once you get to a certain point in your skating you want to go to champs you want to go to divisionals you want to play there's rank there's a ranking system it's d1 two and three you want to be a d1 team and playing at home is really really fun and that's the way that we get a lot of skaters but once you've been skating for a long time you're like i want to go to champs i want an all-star team so have you guys been traveling yeah, we traveled. We traveled a lot last year. We That's only had awesome. two games at home, and I think we might have had like five away. Wow. wow. So we went to West Texas and Colorado and Cruces, and this year we'll go to, I think, Boulder and Durango. Durango and Los Alamos. Mm -hmm. How are you guys doing in the ranking, the overall thing? I'm not sure where we're ranked, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but how did you bad. do I on those? I just want to hit somebody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How are you doing on those games? Like, how, do, how did you do with those five games last year? I don't think we won any of our away games, actually. Uh -oh. But we did win the games that we had at home. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> well, that's, well, you know what? Going out there is, is already way better than a lot of people get. I mean, a lot of people don't even get out of town. Mm. So this is, yeah. you know, for me, that's a victory unto itself. Like, we're getting out there. We're getting scrappy. Yeah, and there's been roller derby in Albuquerque for 15 years, but we've only been a league for two. So we got okay. a baby team. Yeah, so it's, like, it's still in, like, the nascent stages. Yeah. That, that's, like, oh. a lot of things mm -hmm. happening uh, in uh, Albuquerque right now. Like, the improv is mm -hmm. at this, like, budding stage. The stand-up comedy thing is going through a nice turn. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've talked past the moment for you to ask a question. Uh, no, I was just going to ask... Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask... Uh, Beth and Matt, uh, how long have you guys been in Albuquerque? How long have you been in Albuquerque? Uh, I've been here since I was, I think, six years old, so since 92. Born and raised. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, wh where'd you come from? Montana. I would not have guessed. I, <laughs> I would not have guessed. Yeah, I mean, you look like an Albuquerque girl. Uh, my dad is from Hamas Pueblo. Oh, so cool. Okay. I'm, I'm from here, and my mom is uh, Northern Cheyenne, so I'm from there. Well, uh, what what was it like growing up in Albuquerque for you guys? I I've always liked it here. It's I don't know. It's a hard question. I always kind of think about because whenever I talk to somebody, because you know, ninety percent of the people you meet moved here. Yeah, we moved here. Yeah, That's and yeah. most of them will never admit they want to be here. Oh, we love it here. Oh, it's, I yeah. <laughs> for the rest <laughs> of my life, I do. I do, but right? like it's just been a very recent development. Like for That's a long time, the, yeah. I was like, "What am I doing here?" Yeah, I mean, you've and got. I, you, I would say probably fifty percent of the people I know, begrudgingly moved here, 
and I mean, even if they're willing to admit, I like it here. It's that kind of, it comes with that preface. I, like I hated it. it my first six months, but I've really grown to love it here. Yeah. I don't know. I love Albuquerque. I always have. Um, and that's part of why. I'm not one of those that's trapped here because of yeah. like no other option. Um, but it is. There's just the culture, the people. And even when I say the people, it's funny. I mean, <laughs> what, Shia LaBeouf's got that thing over there on 6th Street. Yeah. And yeah. even then, we still, we're still the ones sitting there going, did you hear the gunshots on it? Not a surprise. I yeah. mean, Albuquerque's that Three kind days of, later, it's, it's vandalized. Sprayed. And we're, ta- we're like, wow, it took three days? Yeah. But I still, yeah. despite all of that, it's still like, man, I love this place. There's just so much. I mean, where can you go and see an authentic... What is, you look in other parts of the country, and there's Dia de los Muertos is getting to be a big thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's weird, because when I didn't live here, like I had no clue about it. And I moved here, I'm like, oh, it's like a thing that's like mm-hmm. here in New Mexico. Suddenly, it's all over the place. Like, when did this happen? And it's a corporate thing other places. Like, the parades are sponsored and stuff like By, that. Like, Hellman's? Well, yeah. Foods. Yeah. <laughs> 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 when you come to Albuquerque, and it's like, oh, we've been doing Muerto Parade for 80-some years. And you're like, oh, it's authentic down here. Ooh. And it, yeah. Right? I like an authentic parade. Um, but it is. It's that thing with Albuquerque where those different parts of town, and granted, we kind of silo ourselves yeah. off. But when you get out and around, there's so much going on here. And a lot of times, we just don't admit it. Like you say, 15 years with roller derby, I don't meet a person every day, and I've got a roller derby poster up at my work, and people are like, well, I used to watch it on TV. Every day I meet somebody who didn't know about roller derby, but they've seen it at some point. And I'm like, that's kind of Albuquerque. Like you said, improv, yeah. stand-up. Yeah. I'll, I'll meet people, and yeah. like, like, there's a great uh, comedy scene happening in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any local com- comedy? No. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's everywhere. I love stand-up. Yeah. What's the and last show you went to? Oh, I saw something in Vegas eight years ago. Like, oh, yeah, I saw you're George just Lopez like, on, you know, on, on Netflix. Like, right. Okay. Now. But, I mean, Albuquerque, and like you said, it's authentic. And there's something to be said. You know, you even said, despite all these things that happen, at least those things are authentic. Mm-hmm. You exactly. know, th- it's not like we, we try and put lipstick on it. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, well, this is kind of the way it is, but it's not that way all the time. But there are a lot of crazy things that happen here and a lot of beautiful things that happen here. Right. Incredible things. Like, that's one reason when I moved here, you know, I wasn't sure about this place. Like, I, I love it because I love uh, desert climate. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I lived in Tucson for three years. But I was just, more than anything, I was surprised I didn't want to move. And then, mm-hmm. then anything like a few months later, or probably a couple of years later, I was like, I don't think I ever want to move from this place. Right. Uh, I just love it too much. That was uh, not my experience at all. <laughs> yeah. So I jump in, you're like, oh, I love this desert climate. Like I came from Florida. Okay. Like I grew up not not in the middle of Florida, but like on the beach, Florida, where it's just like <laughs> it's blue and it's lush and it's green and it's gorgeous. And I came here and it's like. Where's all the green? Like, why would you? Why on earth would you be here? Where's water? I'm I'm from New Hampshire. I don't. So I don't know and what that so means. right now, right now, uh, <laughs> let's just say last weekend, my friends always post pictures and stuff from from home. Uh, last weekend, they got 16 inches of snow. That's a lot. So I mean, the snow used to just pile on and you'd get snow up to your legs and you still had to go to school so yeah when I when I saw the sun for real like I was like oh my god the sun 
it's there's no snow here like and when it does snow it's a little bit and it's gone by noon i'm like this is fantastic (laughs) (laughs) i will say the one thing with so many people moving here is i get that and snow is one of the main things that annoys me is when you get the people go you want to see snow (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to see. If I wanted to see 16 inches of snow, I would leave New Mexico. So I live here to not, they close it down when there's two inches of snow. That's because we have three salt trucks. And they don't have salt. They have sand. So just let it go, okay? Let us enjoy it the way. I don't hear people in New Hampshire talking about droughts. Exactly. <laughs> you know, don't, yeah, we don't, we don't need to have a turn this into a dick contest. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Went through, went, and went. Uh, how, how was it growing up for you, having moved here? Oh, I loved it. Uh, of course, I like went through high school and wanted to leave. But yeah, now that I'm do. older, I love it. I want to stay here. I want to make it a better place. And if anybody talks shit about it, I get super defensive. And be like, well, you could just leave. Stay oh, here. Wa- oh, wait. Oh, so that's how you deal with like transgressions now? You just, you just waggle a finger and say, like, get out of my face? Okay, good. You don't just. You don't like the craziness. You can just go. (laughs) Don't smash them through a window. (laughs) Like, don't let the the dust hit you in the ass on the way out. Um. So, uh, blah 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 blah. That was weird noise. Hopefully, we'll just that'll be cut. (laughs) Um. (laughs) I was just thinking because we're 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 at like thirty three minutes. We're we're good. All right, we're good. All right, cool. cool, cool, What do you got going on tonight? What I have going on tonight. Uh Um, I have. <laughs> You're certainly in a quit, hurry. Quit, turn, uh, quit cur- turning this into a, into a uh, like. <laughs> what? What were you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, uh, qu- quit turning this into a rush. We got, we got, uh, we're, uh, we're at, uh, we're at less than thirty. I've been watching. We could be your first two-person, two-part podcast if it had to be. Oh, okay, See? a two-part. Cliffhanger like, for season What would be the two? cliffhanger? Like, does Cinderblock... Uh, <laughs> Hit me really hard and throw me through a window? <laughs> it is potential, I imagine. So, like, what, what else do you uh, do when you're not announcing? Oh, what kind of... I, I also want to know... Um, uh, what kind of relationship do you have with all of the Derby community? Like, what... What kind of uh, relationship does the announcer have? Are you kind of like a uh, an, a cool uncle type? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know, it's the more creepy uncle type, or right? a creepy uncle it's like type. You choose your level of involvement. Kind type of stand oh. in, I stand in the corner and watch them all. Yeah. Oh, this is. <laughs> Creepy. No. I'm not trying to be creepy about I know, it. I, I mean, started going down I just road, figure like, like everybody like would know him. Is it like the one? I figure everybody pause? knows you and I everybody like says hi and everybody's sport, friendly. Like. I bet it's a really good uh, relationship that you have with the everybody's derby. amazing. Um, Sim, it's it is. It's one of those things. I could easily be the husband of one of the gals who's training, and everybody can go, yeah, whatever. Um, they and Becky just said it. You you really choose your level of involvement. Um, for me, I, I have yet to meet a person in the roller derby group who I'm like, you know, they're, they kind of bug me. Mm-hmm. Everybody is so inviting. Everybody is so nice. They are so quick to answer any questions you have. They're, my thing is, if I'm going to do something, Tito can attribute to this, I tend to get, go from addiction to addiction <laughs> socially. Yes. So I tend to throw myself into something wholeheartedly. So with roller derby, 
And I'll be honest, there's I'm working very hard. There's a lot of announcers who, you know what? I can crack jokes on a microphone and watch chicks go around. I find that insulting. Yeah, to totally. Everybody. I, I think that that's a really good viewpoint. I think it is. Right. And I think, I mean, like I say, the work that the skaters put into it, the money that the audience puts into it, the least you need to do is respect everybody who came to the event behind mm -hmm. the scenes and in front of the scenes and the audience. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to properly do that, I have to put in at least the same amount of time the skaters are to learn the sport. So you can sit there and call out, so-and-so just skated past, that's a five-point play, and here's our sponsors. Or you can really, especially in Albuquerque, where people don't realize there's roller derby. Let's educate the audience. Let's Albuquerque's that kind of place. Roller derby's the kind of sport we'd get into. We don't do football, basketball, and baseball. We do MMA and boxing. Yeah, yeah, totally. So that's this is, this that's is a very a, good point. Yeah. Right. yeah. So it's like let's let's show that respect to everybody involved. Let's. Uh, so I'm learning the sport. I'm learning as an official. And then there's events where, and like uh, uh, Becky was saying, there's a lot of events around the state. So you, maybe I can go help at an event in Los Alamos. Well, they already have an announcer. So how else can I help? Mm. Yeah. And so there's a lot of opportunity, and everybody's real open and real welcome. If you're willing to help out and you're willing to be a decent person, they're going to take you right on in. That's I, awesome. I remember you uh, talking about going through the training, like, you know, because we know each other outside mm -hmm. of this. Uh, but, like, I remember being a little surprised at, like, how, how, uh, how much there was to learn to be an announcer. Oh, likewise. I yeah. definitely was also. It's, it's funny because, like I say, you don't, I don't think announcers have to be experts in the sport, but I think you should know the sport better than the audience. And the other I mean, thing I've found yeah. is looking at the professional ethics of the roller derby announcers because it is. I mean, even if you watch, the one thing everybody can say they know about roller derby is they all saw Whip It. Everybody saw the Ellen Page movie. I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, you're not everybody. Um, I've heard it's it really good. I, I really want to see. Like, it's Ellen Page. You do. You need to watch yeah. it. It's, it's, a fanta it's a very enjoyable movie, but yeah. I think Jimmy Fallon plays the announcer, mm -hmm. and his entire shtick through the whole thing is he's sexually harassing everybody. Yeah, he's super uh, crude and, like, black. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm sure that stereotype exists in reality. Sure. And I'm sure it's, it's probably pretty tiring. Again, I think More it's I exhausted. think it's disrespectful to the people. Yeah. Yeah. And it is funny too because roller derby is very counterculture. So there are mm -hmm. a lot of terms within the group that are very un PC. But I don't I feel if you want to join uh uh I see that look. No, I'm, I, not I, I'm, I'm not sharing I'm not gonna do it like like you set it up. I'm like I'm not I'm not gonna ask because it's not gonna happen probably. But it, it it's one of those things you can you can pander to the kind of the cheap joke. Yeah. Or you can try to be stronger with that and you can try and there are other announcers who have organized um, a community to say, let's be ethical, let's be above that, let's be, let, let's show respect to everybody involved and not placate to just cheap jokes. Well, I, I think that's why I feel like you're such a natural fit for the role mm -hmm. because your, your, your background in improv like helps you, um, I mean, besides just being in the moment mm -hmm. with whatever's happening on, uh, on the rink, um, you do want to like entertain the the crowd mm -hmm. to some degree and crack jokes, but it seems like a you meet a lot of people and they think they're funny, but actually what they are is they're just mean, sarcastic mm -hmm. assholes, right. or they have like r a really base sense of humor. It hasn't evolved. Well, and you and I have had a moment. I I think back to it often in improv, where 
and for obviously nobody can see me, I'm a white middle class straight. Man. Oh, so white. I'm so, so glad I got that out. So yeah, I, I am <laughs> just I'm as waspy as you can get. No, but it, we, you and I had a moment one time in improv. We did, and our whole team did at that point, where we'd said something that we had a scene that could have been. We were trying to be kind of culturally relevant. We were trying to yeah. comment on something. Yeah. And our Do you remember what it was, or were you being vague on purpose? I think it was, I think it was something involving rape. Okay. And it was, but we were mm, trying to yeah. do it in a way that was using comedy to draw light to the situation. <laughs> and our director pointed out, you're allowed to make that joke, but should you? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, looking at who was on that stage... Not really a good idea for four guys to make a joke about rape. Yeah. It, it yeah. doesn't play. Yeah, because you're sitting there like, well, you just got a whole bunch of women going, that that's not cool. Right. I mean. And, and, and the thing is, like, I, I, I remember that. Uh, uh, I remember that moment. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, like, all of us, not just the guys, but, like, the whole group, like, we felt proud in a way that we were able to, like, delve into uh, d- delve into that and like come out of it kind of unscathed and make something like that mm-hmm. like actually funny like we made each other laugh mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it like, does, does it play that way to everybody yeah um, I would like to ask uh, what what is a moment in roller derby that you guys have had that you're like this could have only happened in Albuquerque <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like you already gave us one where, like, the Albuquerque, like, fight. trio. Yeah. <laughs> the, the massacre of 2006. Um, we used to have, back in the day, we used to have a penalty wheel. So the skater that had the most penalties at halftime had to spe- spin the penalty wheel. And the penalty things on there were, like, jousting or pillow fight or uh, arm wrestling <laughs> or um, the musical chairs was on there. And then at one point in time we had, because we were associated with the burlesque, we had a stock mistress. And so one of the things, a stock mistress, so we had stocks where you had to put your head and your arms in. Oh, shoot, okay. And then uh, she would lock you in there and spank you. See, weirdly, like, I find that to be, like, entertaining, but the pillow fight, I find to be, like, uh, it's like, more like overplayed put and their lame. Fists inside <laughs> the pillow and really just go at it. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Matt? You know, I'll be honest. I haven't, I don't have a lot of experience with big bouts. I mostly have with practice at this point because I am pretty new to the group. To me, it just comes down to because Albuquerque is the biggest small town you're ever going to find. Yeah. I think it's just one of those, there's kind of a running joke that whenever we have an orientation or a newbie practice, when people come in, you won't talk to, like, you'll walk into a room and you'll walk out and you have 30 new Facebook friends. Oh, Because yeah. everybody's just like, they were there, they were there, they were there. And it's that moment where you kind of add somebody and you're like, hey, they were here for roller derby. Hey, you're married to my cousin or something like that. Like, <laughs> just that connection where it's like, I have no idea how I've never met you, but we have 30 common Facebook friends and you've dated half my family. And now we met each other from roller derby. <laughs> so it's that kind of Albuquerque. We all know each other somehow. Yeah. Yeah, no, that people always say, this place is too small when they're mad. Or it's nice and small when they're happy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what does Albuquerque mean to you? Um, well, 
it's home, like really home though, like deep down in my blood and my bones home. Like this is the place of my people. This mm. this this area, this land that we're in, uh, the whole region is it's important to me. It's rich in culture. Awesome. Yeah. I guess the culture was where I was kind of going with that. Cultural and diversity. I mean, you kind of have to go out of your way to stick with people who are like you only. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's very much if you're going to leave your house and actually like try to Exist. be anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> then you're going to run into people who are not like you. And I love that. I love yeah. meeting people with different experiences, different backgrounds, mm. different thoughts. That reminds me of uh, a thing my mother told me uh, before I moved out here, which was like, like Tito, if you, if you would like to travel and like leave uh, the country without actually leaving the country, like the best you can do is go to New Mexico because it's so culturally different from, from anywhere else, and it's great. I thought she meant that because nobody thinks we're part of the country. Oh, uh. she also... I, <laughs> She probably meant that as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to close this up. Do you guys uh, have anything coming up that you would like to promote? Uh, April 15th. Albuquerque Roller Derby is having their first the season opener about April 15th at the Expo New Mexico. Excellent. Now, where, where's the Expo New Mexico? Is that the, the fairgrounds? The fairgrounds. Okay. Fairgrounds. Well, that's where I went last time. It's a great spot. Um, I just, you? you said April 15th, and mm -hmm. I got like flipped. Okay, <laughs> February, March, April. Okay. Yep, a couple of months there. Like, like a month and a half away. Yep. Feel free to check out abqrd.com um, or on Facebook, Albuquerque Roller Derby. We're always looking for volunteers, skaters. And again, it's co-ed, so I know a lot of people are like, oh, let's tell my sister. Why don't you come out? Uh -huh. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And Challenge. if you're curious, if you want to give it a look, come see a practice. If you decide, you know what, skating's not for me, but I really want to help out this group. We're always doing stuff around the community. We're always trying to outreach. We do a lot of stuff with charities. So mm. if you're curious, sate that curiosity. If it's not for you, then you know at least you tried. Yeah. 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 Uh, you want to plug anything? Um, well, there's, uh, there's the Spitchy Bit open mic at Bozy Brothers, uh, Sixth and Gold, which is uh, Sheila Boof is at, like, Seventh and Gold. So, like, we're, like, we're right next to that thing that's happening. Nice. With uh, good old Shia. Um, yeah, every single Sunday at uh, 7 o'clock. Also, um, there's an album called St. Vincent uh, by the artist St. Vincent. It's, it's a perfect, uh, weird, angular, abstract pop album. Maybe the best album that came out last year. Certainly my favorite album of all time. Oh, wow. wow. Of all time? Yep. Forever and it's ever. Maybe the best one that came out last year, but my favorite album of all time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, for me, I don't have anything uh, that I do on the reg, just my stand-up dates. You can find them on at Angora on Twitter. Um, and, you know, what I always say is my podcast sucks, but what doesn't suck, you say, <laughs> is the best show <laughs> with Tom Sharpling. Go to www.thebestshow.net and listen to his weekly show on Tuesdays. So, yeah. Uh. <laughs>
All right. All right. Hey, guys, thank you thank so, you much, so much, uh, much for coming. for coming and doing this. Thank uh, you for having us. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, like, learning a bit more about roller derby. It sounds like a fucking awesome thing. The one about that I saw was way more exhilarating than I was expecting. <laughs> like, I highly recommend going to check it out live. It, it's a cool thing. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank, thank you, you, guys.